Um, and it's obvious when you look at it. Anyway, let's talk about DPI and the story yesterday that was all over the news. And that was, you know, 95% of schools are meeting or exceeding expectation in the state of Wisconsin. Ola Lasowski is on the program to talk about how that number is highly misleading. It's great to have you on the program. Um, by the way, we should point, we should point out that at the MacGyverInstitute.com website, you can see your analysis, the deep dive analysis of the numbers and the report cards, Ola. Good to have you. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, today we released a deeper dive where I take a look at uh, both MPS, the uh, state of Wisconsin's biggest and probably most troubled district, as well as Racine and Tryson Charter. And uh, yesterday we were also on the spot with our basic overview story uh, just as soon as those uh, numbers went live. So... Lots of data to dig through here. Well, let's start with sort of the one of the one of the big brushstrokes on this report, and mm-hmm. that is that meeting or exceeding expectations um, is is not necessarily meaning that schools are doing well. One of the things that I was interested in, and I only saw in your report, was that the way DPI judges school success is against other schools. It's right. not against a, a independent, unmovable benchmark. So if a mm-hmm. school is getting meets expectations, that school may have improved zero because right. it's being judged against a school that was not meeting expectations. Exactly. So what we call that, we call that normative scoring, you know, and so one way you can say it in more plain English is that schools and school districts are graded on a curve. That's what we call it in the education world. If you, you know, spend a lot of time in a classroom, you know what a curve is. And so when you look at this, uh, the statewide achievement score is 66 out of 100. Uh, That gets um, or I'm sorry, 66.7 out of 100. So that gets the three stars, meets expectations. Though, you know, if you kind of think about this for a second longer, think about your normal education experience, a 66 is a D. It's still <laughs> we're, a D. We're in big trouble here. Even with, exactly. the normative, even with the normative scoring, it's a D. Even with the grading on a curve, the state of Wisconsin got a D. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But then you look when, at proficiency scores and you realize that the state of Wisconsin actually gets an F because students are scoring under 50% proficient in reading and math. Exactly, yeah. So even though the overall statewide achievement score is 66 out of 100, a D, a D only 44% of kids are proficient in English language arts and even fewer are proficient in math, just 41%. Are, uh, are proficient in math. But again, you know, this kind of goes back to the problem with these kinds of ratings. If you just take the percent of schools and school districts that got three stars or better overall, you walk away with a headline that paints a pretty rosy picture saying 77% of schools are doing all right, they're meeting expectations or better, and 95% of districts are meeting expectations. Listen, when when 41% of students across Wisconsin are proficient in math, then everybody's failing. And then you go and you find schools that have 90% of their students or 80% of their students, the one or two or a handful of schools that actually have excellent proficiency scores. Again, proficiency that has been defined down in the last 30 years. And you right. and you highlight those schools. But you don't take an entire system of education that, can, that, that doesn't even get to 50% of proficiency and claim 
anybody is meeting expectations because I don't think anybody would define 41% proficient in math meeting expectations. Yeah, exactly. As, exactly. As a and so, right. So those proficiency scores are really very important. But so even when you look at the ratings, one part of the release, you know, like I said, they uh, score both the school districts and then they score the individual schools. So one part of the release is telling you that we've actually improved as a whole, that now, you know, according to, to the new data, zero districts are failing. That's down from five districts last year, of course, that was big news. But at the same time, more individual schools are failing. So the in number of schools that are quote-unquote failing went up from 99 to 117. So I think most of us in kind of the real world are going to take a second and look at that and say, well, wait a second, that's not... Something's wrong here. And a huge you know, number I mean, of them are coming from the larger urban school districts, and yet those school systems, those districts themselves are not graded as failing. Right, exactly. You know, for example, we have Milwaukee Public Schools. MPS is the largest school district in the state. It got the worst achievement score overall, 56 out of 100 points. Again, an F. An F. But <laughs> if you go into DPI world, you go back to bureaucrat world, they got two stars. They're not failing. They, quote-unquote, meet few expectations. (laughs) They meet no (laughs) expectations because they got an F, but it's not a failing district. Because the moment we start identifying failing districts is the moment we we tee up a state law that allows intervention by the state legislature. Right, exactly. And you might remember, that's in federal law, too. It's now, you know, an Obama-era requirement that every student succeeds act, which Betsy DeVos and the rest of the DOE and D.C. are working on implementing now. That actually, that law says that states have to step in into the bottom 5% performing schools. Now, we see attempts like that in the past in Wisconsin. School districts are not big fans of that. They are not. And nope. so, you know, th- this this is a continuing issue. It's not going to go away. Uh, even with this massive curve that we're talking about, when you look at the number of failing schools and the number of students who are trapped in those schools, there are almost 50,000 students in those schools. Half of them are at MPS. I mean, if you took those kids just on their own, made them their own little town, it'd be the 13th largest town in the entire state between Sheboygan and La Crosse. And we spent, by the way, we we added over 600, right around $680 million to the education system in the last biennial budget um, over over the next two years. Over $600 million more dollars so that so that schools can fail, but DPI can pretend they don't because everybody's being graded on a massive curve. Um, right. You know, that's not how you determine whether or not students are going to succeed um, or they're not going to succeed. You know, it was a MacGyver Institute, actually, that about six months ago or so had generated the information on how many students going into University of Wisconsin schools need remedial high school education. And right. that, and by the way, remedial high school education, even the ones who don't, are in University of Wisconsin schools reading at 8th grade level. I have a, a yeah. professor of English literature says about 8th grade is what his average kids in his class are reading at. Right, exactly. And that's, you know, that's something we're going to go back to every year. I believe that that's that college bound. Exactly, you know, and you're telling these kids that, that's, that's what happens. First, you start with, you know, we used to have a grading scale for schools and school districts that was just like the rest of the educational system. It's an A through an S. 
At some point, we decided that's a little bit too harsh. We'll give them stars instead. And you end up just washing away these problems and telling kids that they're doing just fine. All of a sudden, they appear at their local state school in the UW system. They have to pay full tuition for zero credit. Yep. And you wonder how we've, you know, we've gotten ourselves into this huge mess. It everybody gets a gold like star, that. Ola. Even the school <laughs> districts, everybody gets a gold star. Yeah, And sometimes yeah, you so. can fail and get two gold stars, and sometimes you can fail and get three gold stars. Right. Stars are important. <laughs> so speaking of stars, when we're looking at Madison Metropolitan, uh, you know, 52 schools there. <laughs> kind of interesting. I was comparing the numbers between this year and last year. Uh, just one point of reference. They got 66 and a half points out of uh, 100. So they did just a tick below a uh, the state average. A D, right? Though, of course, in this world, that's three stars. They met expectations. This report card would have you believe, and that <laughs> this is the official public release, zero failing schools in Madison Metropolitan School District. Zero. Yeah, but the entire district got a D. Exactly. And if you look at the district, their proficiency in English language arts is at 39%. Their proficiency at math is lower than 38%. And yet there are zero failing schools. So, you know, these things that really, really make you scratch your head uh, to go even more local, even more specific, LaFollette High School. That has the lowest district school at MMSD. They got 55 points. Just 30% of kids are proficient in English there. That's, that is failing. That's failing. That exactly. is failing. But it's not being called a failing school, but that's failing. That's right. two stars, right? That's, that is, meets some expectations. Meets few, meets few expectations. Meets few, but it's, it's not stars. failing. Right, yeah. <laughs> Ola, people have to go look at this report at MacIverInstitute.com. Um, yeah, absolutely. Thank you for we jumping also, uh, Thank you. I'll remind everyone we did uh, spend quite a bit of time talking about it on our brand new podcast that we released on our website okay. every Tuesday. So if you want to hear me talk more about that, too, that's on our website as well. Awesome. Ola Lasowski from MacIver Institute. Thanks for jumping on the show today. Thanks, Vicki. And where was this story in the Wisconsin State Journal? No idea. We'll be right